my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Happy Full House Friday, everybody. Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta? Holy Chalupas! An unofficial Full House, Fuller House podcast. Well, today I'm bringing you the second episode in the April series, the series episodes. No, I'm sorry, I've not come up with a more creative title for it. So I think we'll just leave it at the serious episodes series. So today I'm going to be talking about season four, episode eight, Shape Up. This episode aired November 8th, no, excuse me, November 9th, 1990. In this episode, in light of Kimmy's upcoming pool party, DJ begins a crash diet and overexerts herself exercising. When Stephanie notices the problem, DJ swears her to secrecy. But the secret is out when DJ collapses during a family outing to the gym. Alright, this episode's got a 7.6 out of 10 rating based on 253 ratings, according to IMDb. Do we have any, let's see, we do have some guest stars. We got Girl in Class, played by Lisa Malelli. We have Swimsuit Model, oh, that must be the lady on the cover, maybe. The lady on the cover of that magazine that DJ's holding, we'll figure it out. Julie Simone, so she's getting credit for that. Okay, we got Britain Taylor, aerobics instructor, and Troy Zuccolato, bodybuilder. Yes, that's the guy that Michelle says, Sir, you, Mr., you are very lumpy because he's got these enormous muscles, which, whether they were gotten naturally through exercise or whether through some form of... Uh, other way, I don't know. So, this episode was directed by Joel Zwick. Writer and writer Jeff Franklin looks like he's doing it on his own for this one. All right. So, we got some trivia. Bulimia Nervosa was mentioned in this episode. Interestingly enough, Candace Cameron had suffered from this disorder in her 20s. Oh, um... Okay, could be true, could be not. I I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yes, bulimia is brought up. At least I'm I'm thinking it is. I haven't seen this episode in a while. Do they even bring up anorexia? Because bulimia, if I remember, let me look look that up. I think bulimia. Is where you eat a lot and then you kind of. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. Bulimia is an eating disorder characterized, guys, and if you're triggered by this, I do apologize. 
So it's an eating disorder characterized by binge eating following by throwing up. Okay. Yes, uh, a good episode of Different Strokes covers that. I believe, I'm trying to think if that is Kimberly's last episode in Season 8 of Different Strokes. I think it might have been. Um, Dana Plato's final episode of Different Strokes was her having bulimia. Yeah, and I, I will definitely get to that when I go back to covering episodes of Different Strokes. I just, honestly, I really, aside from some of the other shows I'm doing, like the Punky Brewster reboot episodes from season one of that, and the new Wonder Years, and my monthly podcast of Small Wonder, and occasional movie reviews. I'm really just kind of sticking to Full House. Just kind of wanting to see this through. And then once I'm eventually done with Full House and Fuller House, I can throw my focus back into one of my other podcasts that it's kind of uh, been put on the back burner. So, okay, so <clears throat> that's bulimia. And anorexia... is kind of is and again I'm apologize if this is a trigger for you just skip ahead 30 seconds um anorexia also says anorexia nervosa often referred to simply as anorexia is an eating disorder characterized by low weight food restriction it also says body image disturbance, fear of gaining weight, and an overpowering desire to be th Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. So, basically, yeah, what DJ is doing in this episode, and she gives herself a time limit. She says, I got two weeks, two guys, to look like these models on the cover of the, this magazine. So she is really, I just, yeah, that's the thing, uh, you know, and, and the thing is with that, it's not just the girls that face issues with their, their body changing in their image and how they see themselves. Guys have, you know, issues with that too. It, it, the sad thing is, it just feels like. A lot of the time, the main focus when it comes to, you know, anorexia, bulimia, it seems like it's always focused on the girls. You don't hear much of it focused on guys. There is an episode, <clears throat> excuse me, I believe, is it season one of everyone? It might be. Where there's a wrestler who's trying to keep his weight down so he can stay in the same weight class. And he's, you know, not eating, so that way he can keep his weight down for that. So there are different, yeah, so. All right, we got some goofs. Okay. <laughs> it is obvious that, is this really a goof? Come on now. It is obvious that neither Steph's nor Jesse's attempted recorder playing is actually happening. Their cheeks never move or inflate with air. 
as they would have in order to be properly playing any instrument by mouth. Also, the fingering does not totally align with the audio that is playing, that is played as a recorder sound. Come on now. Relax. It's a show. It's okay. My goodness. Person's just overly critical. I played the recorder, okay, in fifth grade. During our dare concert, and by I mean play the recorder, I mean I just mimicked the movements and pretended to, I, I didn't know what I was doing. Does anyone ever really know what they're doing when they're playing those stupid pieces of plastic <laughs> with the holes in front? Oh my god, yeah, I, oh my gosh, that day, oh, that dare concert was a total disaster. Oh my gosh, but I'm pretty sure I already went into how that went down. I mean, the concert itself wasn't bad, but the lead up, up to it, the day of, and other teachers having to come in to kind of corral the kids, and the music teacher on the verge of tears because no one's paying attention. I, I paid attention, mind you. I was the good one, by the way. So, yeah, all right. So, as I've said... This episode is going to be followed by next week's Season 6's Silence is Not Golden. Then we have the two episodes from Season 8, Under the Influence, and Stephanie's Wild Ride. And why I included Stephanie's Wild Ride was because that's also a serious episode in the fact that somebody does get injured in a car accident. I, I remember reading that in the TV guide about saying Stephanie flirts with danger or something. And when I read that as a teenager, I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Because, you know, Stephanie, Stephanie and I, I mean, we're the, basically the same age. Jody Sweden is like eight months older than me. So I definitely followed Stephanie's story and growth as along as I watched the show growing up. All right, so, why am I at a loss for words? I don't know. Okay, hold on a second. Okay, so, now, I want to let you know, if you're just joining the podcast for the first time, I want to say thank you and welcome. Jumping aboard the Tanner Train, a.k.a. the podcast. I want to let you know how this Full House slash Fuller House podcast is a little different from others that are on YouTube. First of all, this is one of the pretty much just about the only, except for one exception, the How Rude podcast has covered episodes of season one of Fuller House and the second season of Fuller House. However, their podcast is pretty much an 18 and over ear podcast ears. Yes, there's this explicit. I want that was another thing. I wanted to be a podcast out there that you could listen to around your kids without worrying about F bombs, H bombs, S bombs being dropped. I and I wanted to be able to you know, I love the show. I grew up with it. I loved Fuller House and I wanted there to be a a way to be able to combine my love of Full House and Fuller House. And I'm just like, I'm going to just do a combo. That's how All My Lanta Holy Chalupas podcast came about. And now that it's April, 
I'm just happy that, I mean, this show's been going on for three years. I, I just, I can't believe it. I started this podcast in Michigan, been continuing it while well, I've now been living in Texas for a year and a half. And, uh, yes, the only other difference would be that not only is this an all ears podcast, ears of all ages, but I don't go episode by episode season by season. I wanted to do things a little differently. So my episodes are done in a series of three or four episodes. Sometimes I'll do two episodes in a month. I'll call it a double feature. But I just, and the episodes are done based on either a theme or characters. Right now I'm doing the series episodes. Last month I focused on Danny career ladder journey with two episodes from season one and one from season three in honor of Bob Saget who passed away in May. Um, I'm going to be focusing on an episode for mother's day. I'm going to be focusing on Stephanie this year. Last year I did an episode for Yo Kimmy and DJ combined. It was a college tours episode from, uh, Season 5 of Fuller House. This year I'm going to focus on, you know, Stephanie for an episode. And then, of course, Bob Sagan has a birthday. I'm finally covering Old Brown Eyes. Finally getting to that episode. So there's just going to be two episodes for me. And then, of course, June being Father's Day. I'm finally covering Parenting 102, I think. <laughs> I'll have to go back and look. But I think that uh, Parenting 101 might have been the other. I'll have to go back and look. But anyway, I'm going to be covering Where Oh Where Has My Little Girl Gone from Season 5, I'm Not DJ from Season 6, and High Anxiety from Season 7. So you get Danny and DJ, Danny and Stephanie, and Danny and Michelle. And then in July, I'm not sure yet, I got a whole list of, I got everything all planned out. And sometimes those plans and episodes change based what's on going on in my life. So, so also in honor of the three-year anniversary, if you guys want to give some support and throw up an iTunes review, just go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, search Full House Podcast, Fuller House Podcast, the All My Atlanta Holy Chalupas Podcast will pop up. Scroll down to where it says leave a review and leave a review. Have fun. Do, you know, try to tr get me with a trivia question. Or, you know, use emojis to describe an episode from either Full House or Fuller House. I would love to try to test my knowledge in that way. All right. So, of course, if you want to be heard on the podcast with your favorite Full House or Fuller House episodes, your Full House memories growing up, your most related character, you can do so by emailing the podcast that at omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. All right, without further ado, let's jump into this episode. And, of course, we have the cold open. All right, so we are in the kitchen with Jesse and Michelle. It's breakfast time. Michelle's wearing an adorable pale pink nightie. She's at the kitchen table. Jesse's got his 
light blue robe on. He's like, all right, Shorty, what cereal have you been bugging your Uncle Jesse to buy you? Michelle says, Fiber Bears! And I'm just thinking, I don't know any kid that wants any type of fibery type cereal. I mean... I could, I mean, mini wheats is one that, I mean, with the sugar on top and stuff, I know it's probably not the healthiest and whatnot, but I always thought those were kind of good. Cereal in particular I did not care for as a kid would have been Frosted Flakes. Now, as an adult, they actually made, you know, they have these uh, cereal bars now. There's like, I mean, almost every single cereal has been made into a cereal bar. Cocoa Pebbles now, Reese's Pieces cereal, um, Fruit Loops, um, Tricks, and so on and so forth. But they made a Frosted Flakes one. I'm like, I was a little hesitant. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not a fan of Frosted Flakes. But I got it. I'm like, I'll try it. There's like six bars in a box. And I'm like, I liked it. I liked it. And I, I just, I don't know why, whether it's just, like, the cereal itself is a little too, it's basically, Frosted Flakes is, like, cornflakes with, like, sweetened with, you know, sugar and stuff like that. So, but, no, I like the Frosted Flakes bars. It's a quick little, like, hey, I gotta work in the AM, I don't have time to sit down and have a bowl of cereal, I'll just take a cereal bar with me. And usually, you know, I've been doing that, either that or it's going to be, you know, Nutri-Grain bar or one of those, Nature Valley has those soft-baked bars, the lemon poppy seed are really my favorite. They also have, like, an apple one and a blueberry one, but I wasn't a fan of either of those. All right, correction here on Jesse's robe it is a nice sky blue with black stripes. And I, I his robe looks so comfy. I know, I know that he's worn like a red robe that I think that, like a burgundy colored robe that had like his initials J and K on the pocket. I know, that I, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking, what one? What I think it was a pinch for a pinch. He was wearing that one, that robe. Anyway, so Jesse pulls out the box. It says "Honey Coated Fiber Bears," and it says "Party Teddy" at the top. And the box is kind of a a nice light gold. You know what the box reminds me of? Hundred percent. It is the box of Golden Crisp, or if you were a kid in the 80s, it used to be called Sugar Crisp. Then they went to, I thought it was like Golden Crisp, because that and the other cereal, um, what am I blanking on? It's got Diggum the Frog on it. Honey Smacks. Those are literally the same cereal, just with different names and different character cereal mascots. And Michelle looks up at Uncle Jesse and says, I'm glad I woke you up. And Jesse says, me too. If you hadn't come in and jumped on my stomach, I might have missed a beautiful sunrise this morning. Now I gotta say, when she pours that cereal, it's not cereal. It's like someone took like some chocolate Teddy Grahams and filled the box, which I think it does already have an open bag in there. And Party Teddy is this same color blue as the logo 
of honey-coated fiber bears, which look nothing like what's on the box. But anyway, yeah, the bear is the same color as the light blue logo, same light blue as Jessie's robe. And this teddy is wearing a red bow tie. He's holding like three little balloons that are yellow, white, and red. He's also wearing like a little celebration pale gold with red stars on it. The little hat. And it's like, no, I that is the same box, just changed up. So it's Party Teddy, one free inside and as a kid I loved getting prizes out of the cereal box it was so fun it was so cool I mean I would <laughs> like to get the instead of like you know putting your hand down it and trying to dig around no I would take both ends of the sides of the box and push them in which granted you're not going to be able to close the flaps because the box is now all like uh, misshapen out of whack and whatnot but uh that way I can see the prize like oh there it is and pull out the plastic bag of oh my goodness I just I miss those cereals of the you know, mid to late 80s and 90s. I miss the Swedish chef's crunchy stars, the Muppet Swedish chef crunchy, crunchy stars. So good. It was like a cinnamon. They're like star-shaped oat cereal with like cinnamon sprinkled on it. So good. Um... Crispy Critters was another one. It was like a golden type cereal with animal shapes. And it was just so amazing. But yeah, these do not look like the cereal on the box. It looks like, seriously, like chocolate teddy grams were just put in there. Her bowl is, cereal bowl is overflowing. It's also the bowl is underneath. It's, um got a tablecloth underneath so all the teddy cereal is just poured all out on the the uh placemat setting there and michelle starts digging into the bowl and she found her party teddy yeah it's a little plastic bag with yeah i can't even tell what's in there she says here he is party teddy she gets out of her seat, and Jesse starts walking over with a container of milk. Just a carton of milk. And I'm thinking, they probably have at least six cartons of milk in there. There's That's a big family. And it gets even bigger when Nikki and Alex arrive. But even still, it's like, oh my goodness. Because she starts walking away. And Jesse asks her, Michelle, what about breakfast? She says, two eggs, over easy. Thank you. And she starts walking out of the kitchen. He says, hello, very easy you. And he turns around and runs after her. And that's basically the cold open. Now the cereal's going to sit there. And the cereal's just going to get stale. Okay, shorty. What cereal you been bugging your Uncle Jesse to buy for breakfast? Fiber Man! You got it, dude. I'm glad I woke you up. Such a good phrase. Me too. If you hadn't come in and jump on my stomach, I'd have missed a beautiful sunrise this morning. I'll get the milk.
two eggs over easy. Thank you. <laughs> you little goob. So TJ's sitting on her bed. You know, when we come out of the intro, she's sitting on her bed. She's cutting up pictures. I used to cut up pictures out of magazines, too. And she's got a box of cookies, and we see she's eating one. That's the thing right there. I notice, like, she's got the box with her. It's like, you don't need to take the box necessarily. Just get a couple cookies on a little napkin or whatever, and boom. But to take it out, like, that's for the family. But here comes Stephanie with her recorder that she got from class. Gosh, now that I think about it, did I ever have to bring mine home? I don't think I did. I don't, because I know my dad would not have been a fan of me playing that. Especially since I had a 9 o'clock bedtime all the way up until I was like 16, 17, I don't know. But yeah, he wouldn't be into that. Yeah, she's like, look, I got a recorder. Any requests? And DJ says, yes. Please don't play. So apparently she, Stephanie's been learning on top of old Smokey. Like, you got it. Like, no, I said don't play. <laughs> Playing literally right in DJ's face. And that, like, sharp note is, and it's like, oh my gosh, my ears. She's, yeah, <laughs> DJ's just looks, like, she's got this, like, she's being assaulted by this recording noise, like, oh, stop. Stephanie realized, like, she keeps hitting the wrong note or something's going on with that thing. It's a piece of plastic. Give me a break. But <laughs> DJ says, oh, yeah, that's not going to drive me nuts. That's going to drive everybody nuts. At least when Michelle was doing her harmonica in um, A House Divided at the end of Season 7, she didn't sound too bad on that harmonica, but step... How much... What real music can you really play on one of those recorders? It's Stephanie's homework for music appreciation. Really? A recorder? That's the best they could... Everything else must have been taken already. Like, here you go, Steph. You can have the recorder. No one else wants it. And DJ says, well, when it happens to me music, like when you learn how to actually play that thing, I'll appreciate it. But I'm not going to appreciate... No, I don't think anybody would want someone playing, like, a foot in front of their face. One of those things. Especially if they're not that good. So DJ asks Steph to go practice somewhere else that isn't there. She's making a collage for Kimmy's birthday. A collage of what? New Kids on the Block? A collage for Kimmy's birthday card. Here comes Kimmy. She's got a fanny pack. She's got a, uh, what? It's, it's like a matching top and bottom. It's almost looks like something you would wear to, like, go jogging. It's like a black short sleeve shirt with a matching, like, the skin tight, you know, uh, jogging shorts in a way. And they have, like, different things on them, like roses, a heart, a, a lizard, just weird, like, things that normally wouldn't go together. Yeah, Kimmy says, oh, howdy, girls. How's it going? And 
DJ, because she's hiding her surprise, throws back her comforter covering that poster board collage she's making for Kimmy. Says, Kimmy, you're not supposed to be in this room. And of course, Stephanie says, I've been telling her that for years. Okay, fuchsia cowboy boots. Can we, Steph, can we move on from those, please? Because she's been wearing those since, like, season two. I'm sure they barely fit. Unless maybe Jody likes them. You know, Jody Sweeten likes those boots, and they've been getting her, you know, whenever her feet get bigger, they get her uh, a new size of them. Stephanie rocking the side pony in season four. Now that her hair isn't curly anymore, because for the last three seasons, seasons one through three, she's had the curly hair. Now it's like, nah, I'm bored with the curls. Let's just have the hair as it is. Oh my gosh, spray oh, in her yeah, face. That's not gonna drive me nuts. <laughs> this happens to be my homework for music appreciation. Well, when it happens to be musical appreciated. Really, no one's gonna want that going on. Now, will you please practice somewhere else? I'm making a collage for Kimmy's birthday card. Howdy, girls. Kimmy, you're not supposed to be in this room. I've been telling her that for years. <laughs> So, Kimmy stopped by because she's got an invite for DJ to Kimmy's surprise birthday party. And DJ is just like, really, you're throwing yourself a surprise birthday party? And Kimmy says, yeah, and this is the face I'm going to use. And she has this look of, like, stunned awe. Like, oh! <gasps> <laughs> uh. And I'm just thinking, go forward two years. <laughs> and when this is that, that oh my gosh when Kimmy expects DJ to throw her a sweet 16 birthday party or a surprise birthday party since remember the one in season 2 when uh, Kimmy invited those two girls that don't look like they've ever done karate in their lives like they're, they're like a couple valley girls anyway Kimmy takes and walks out at her own surprise party. And I'm thinking, whenever I watch that episode, which I already covered Birthday Blues. I think it was in 2019. And I just, th Jeremy and I both were like, yeah, she did throw you a surprise birthday party like four years ago when you left. <laughs> Why do you think? Oh, my goodness. You know what's interesting also is the, well, now that I think about it, because there's also DJ's birthday, you don't really hear other than the fact that Joey bought her that car and grand gift auto, but it seems like if you focus more on Kimmy having a birthday and birthday blues and Tanner versus Gibbler, and in this episode, which you don't see anything about the pool party thing or what happened, they all probably got kicked out. Because she's having it at a hotel where her brother Garth is the bellhop. Her older brother Garth, who never will ever get a mention on Fuller House. And DJ is reading the invite out loud, saying, You are cordially invited to attend Kimmy's 
fabulous 14th birthday party. Excelsior Hotel. It sounds like something that has a casino attached to it. And DJ's like, whoa, at the Excelsior Hotel? How do you pull that off? And Kimmy says, well, my brother Garth is a bellhop. He can sneak us into the pool area. And then she, Kimmy brings out a list, like, oh, if anyone asks you or so-and-so in your staying room, blah, blah, blah. If anyone asks you, Heather Zink from Philadelphia, and you're staying in room 1540, she's staying in room 1541. And <laughs> when Kimmy pulls out this lined piece of paper, you see there is, like, a... From the back of it, there's, like, a line of names and room numbers on there. So she must be inviting quite a lot of people. Her brother is going through. Of course, I'm sure he's going to get fired for this. I mean, sh you got to sneak the girls into the hotel before you can sneak them into the pool area. You're telling me you're going to walk past the front desk like you already have a room there? And the... And the uh, front desk clerk isn't going to say, can I help you? Yeah, I know that's going to blow up in their face. That is not, no way are they going to pull that off. So, DJ already is being scornful on this whole thing. Like, oh, you're having a pool party in November? That's such a dumb idea. And Kimmy says, oh no, they have an indoor pool. Tomorrow you and I can go shopping for new bathing suits. Oh, excited. She's like, this party's gonna be so rad. And DJ says, yeah, perfect rad for you because you have the perfect body. I mean, Kimmy is thin. She's almost stick thin. When DJ says, perfect for you because you have the perfect body, and Kimmy kind of looks herself over and is like, oh, well, I guess I can't argue with you there. She puts a hand behind her head like she's uh, posing. And DJ says, there's no way I'm wearing a bathing suit in front of anyone until I look like one of these models. As she holds up a femme magazine, F-E-M-M-E, -M -M -E, and I think that's the swimsuit model that's on, that is credited in the credits on IMDb. And I'm just thinking, up until this point, DJ has never mentioned anything about her weight. I mean, she's 14. She's 14, right? Yeah, so... I guess... and It's not like she's never gone swimming before with, you know, Kimmy and their friend. I'm sure they have. But now it just feels like since, you know, she's taking notice of this, like, oh, my friend is so thin and I'm you know, a little heavier, and just, she feels very self-conscious, and now, she's like, no, I can't do it, I, I don't want to wear a bathing suit in front of everybody, and have them saying stuff, and whatnot, it's like, sweetie, if they're your friends, they're not gonna say anything, you don't think that everyone else, heck, I'm sure Kimmy, in some way, is self-conscious about her body in some way, probably, or not. I mean, even, I mean, even though Kimmy is really, I guess the word is, you know, brazen a lot of times with how she speaks, she's very forthright and everything, and she's fiercely have, you know, good confidence. However, you know, later on we do see her real self emerge 
like with the the drinking episode and being nervous around those frat guys and you know drinking and thinking that would give her courage or even when um Jesse owns opens a smash club and Kimmy decorates her black vest uniform with with bright colors and stuff and Jesse says, "Oh, take that clown outfit off. You look ridiculous or something like that." And she admits, like, you really hurt my feelings by saying that. That's the episode where, uh, yeah, Jesse gets locked in the storeroom with Kimmy, or the storage room with Kimmy, on the night of his grand opening of the Smash Club. And Kimmy puts an arm around DJ and says, But DJ, you're my best friend. You gotta come. You gotta help me celebrate my birthday. DJ agrees to come, like, okay, I'll come. But that means I only got two weeks to get skinny. So no more junk food. She says, okay, so no more cookies. She takes the box of cookies and throws them in the, I think that's like a 49ers metal wastebasket at the foot of her bed. And I'm thinking, sweetie, those cookies are for the family. You don't throw them out. Just take them downstairs. And DJ asks Kimmy, well, how do you stay so thin? And Kimmy says, well, I exercise, like waist bends, as she bends down to pick the cookies, the box of cookies out of the trash, and says, and I watch what I eat. She pulls out a cookie, examines it, and says, this looks good, and starts eating it. It's a box of Edmonds cookies, because they use, like, a Sharpie to, like, black out the name. To my surprise birthday party. You're throwing yourself a surprise birthday party? Yeah, and this is the face I'm going to use. <laughs> you are cordially invited to attend Kimmy's fabulous 14th surprise birthday party at the Excelsior Hotel. Whoa, how'd you swing that? My brother Garth is a bellhop. He can sneak us into the pool area. Oh, but if anyone asks, you are... Heather Zink from Philadelphia, and you're staying in room 1541. You're having a pool party in November? What a dumb idea. No, they have an indoor pool. Tomorrow we can go shopping for new bathing suits. This party's going to be so rad. Yeah, rad for you because you have the perfect body. Me, the perfect body? Well, I guess I can't argue with you there. There is no way I'm wearing a bathing suit in front of everyone until I look like one of these models. But DJ, you're my best friend. You gotta come to my party. Alright, I'll come. But this means I've only got two weeks to get skinny, starting right now. So no more cookies. You can have them, just in moderation. How do you stay so thin? You don't need to bring the box well, upstairs Well, I exercise. You. Like waistbands, for example. And one, and two, and three, and four. And then I watch what I eat. <laughs> this looks good. It looks like the cookie that DJ took a bite out of. Alright, so it's later that day, and DJ has taken it upon herself to cut pictures of women in swimsuit models, you know, swimsuit outfits, and hang them on the refrigerator. There's at least six to eight different pictures. And here comes Becky like, hey, is anyone home? And she's like, hey, Deej. And then she looks at the fridge. 
and sees the pictures. She's like, oh, well, I guess the, the guys will enjoy this more than Michelle's finger paintings. And it's just, yeah, like, I would be concerned. I'm like, what's, what's going on here? I mean, I know she's not DJ's Aunt Becky yet, but she's still there for the girls. DJ says, yeah, looking at these models will help me stay out of the refrigerator. Well, and I think it's that that kind of keys Becky in to the fact that DJ, you know, she's concerned about, you know, losing weight. She says, why are you trying to lose weight? And DJ says, I've got two weeks to look like you. And then she's like, can I scotch tape you to the refrigerator? And... I, how uh, Becky takes DJ and turns her around and kind of turns her away from the fridge and says, look, Deej, if you want to lose a couple pounds, no, I think she wants to lose more than a couple pounds. But, yeah, she says, just eat sensibly. She starts giving her some good ideas, whereas DJ is full on, she just, she's not going to eat, like, at all. It's like that. I can understand why it calls itself a crash diet and you're like taking in no calories. And it's like, yeah, you can lose weight by doing rapidly and that's just not healthy. I mean, I like Becky's suggestion, just eat sensibly. I mean, like, eat in moderation. You don't gotta throw the junk food out necessarily, but just eat in moderation like okay or even you know in a way she doesn't even mention like you know exercise take a walk around you know the block a couple times you know after dinner and then you know sometimes at the at the end of the week reward yourself with a cookie that's the thing you don't gotta take a bag of chips up with you you don't have to take a box of cookies up with you to your room Moderation means just taking away, they're serving sizes on the bag for a reason. When I started my food journal back in 2010, 2011, I was trying to stick to 1,200 and eventually 1,000 calories a day. I was basically taking whatever I was eating as far as when it would come to like, you know, chips or whatever, and I would cut that serving size in half. Like, okay, this says... 12 chips, I'm going to take six. So, yeah, and I was literally writing down everything. I wasn't necessarily cutting like, oh, I'm going to cut this out. I'm going to cut that out. You don't necessarily have to do that. And, guys, I'm not a nutritionalist. But this food journal thing worked for me for two years. Two years. I wrote stuff down. I was checking my weight every single day, even though, yes, I know, weight fluctuates. But it was going from 180 pounds to two years later being my goal weight of 125. And I was walking, maybe not every day, but when I walked, I walked like an hour, hour and a half. And I, I was just, I was, you know, moderating what I was eating. Yeah, she's listing boiled fish, bro broiled fish, boiled fish, lean chicken without the skin. So kind of boneless, skinless chicken. Yeah, fresh fruits, delicious steamed vegetables. You know, whole grain pasta with a light tomato sauce. Just a sprinkling of Parmesan. So she is giving good ideas. 
and everything like that to DJ. Whereas DJ is, no, I'm trying to keep my mind off of food. Like, th this is going down a dangerous road. This is dangerous territory that she is entering into. I mean, and even Becky did not pick up on the fact that DJ said, I have two weeks, so that's 14 days to look like you. And odds are she's going to want to lose more than five or two pounds. And in her mind, she probably wants to lose anywhere from five to ten pounds or even maybe more. It's like that is it's, it's very unhealthy the way that she's going about this. But I at least like that, yes, she's giving her ideas. But the fact that Becky didn't hone it, I mean, I would have been like, whoa, two weeks? Oh, sweetie, that is not safe. And I really, I mean, yes, I'm jumping ahead to the end, but the fact that this conversation really could have been had by, by, by Becky and DJ, you know, woman to woman. I mean, I know that guys, you know, suffer from body image issues too and stuff, you know, and, and teenagers do. Your body is just trying to figure itself out. It's going through changes. You're going from being a child to eventually being an adult. It's the awkward stages. And Becky says the most important thing is just to keep the junk food out of the house. Well, the thing is, DJ lives with two younger sisters and three grown men that, I mean, we know that Joey's the king of junk food. And, of course, as soon as Becky says you just keep the junk food out of the house, here comes Jesse with a giant box of cake samples to figure out what kind of cake they want for their wedding. I would say 100% chocolate would be out because you do not want your teeth to be all gunked up with chocolate while you're taking pictures. I had a nice white cake with, I think it was either, I, I swear it had to have been a raspberry filling because I would have chose raspberry over strawberry filling. And the thing is, I feel bad because I actually, I ate so much of the reception, I did not have room for cake. And we actually kept the top of our wedding cake. They usually say, keep the top of your wedding cake, freeze it, and then have it on your one-year anniversary. Eventually, my dad is like, do you want me to throw the top of this cake out? Are you going to have this? I'm like, uh. And by then, it had been more than a year. So I'm like, no, throw it away. Oh, Becky goes over to Jesse and like, Jess, maybe we could do this later. But DJ's like, oh, Becky, that's all right. I just will have one of these delicious water pops, which she has a little pop stick. It's kind of like what um, Michelle did for her to win her cooking honeybee badge. You know, OJ on a stick. But in this case, it's just water with a, you know, ice cube tray with the the uh, popsicle sticks. So, like, ooh, it's refreshing and wet, and that's pretty much about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could, they have those flavor packets and stuff now that you could add to bottled water. And it's like, I mean, they didn't have that in 1990, but, or maybe they did, I don't know. But you could have sweetened it up with a, yeah, I get it. Yeah, she's trying to keep her mind off of sweets and all that stuff. Oh, there's a chocolate chip cookie magnet on the fridge. I just now noticed that. So Jesse's shouting at the top of his lungs, all right, everybody in the kitchen, I need some opinions. Nobody answers. He says, free cake! Every door 
someone's coming from upstairs, someone's coming from the living room, someone's coming from outside. You yell free cake and everyone. I'm surprised the neighbors didn't start running over. Or Kimmy. looking blazer that she's got on. It's just, it's more likely probably it does have shoulder pads, but it's just, Lori Laughlin is thin herself, but it's just, it looks like this blazer is just too big, to the point where she looks like she's literally swimming inside of this thing. Stephanie comes from outside, Danny comes from upstairs into the kitchen, Michelle comes from the living room. I take it Joey came from downstairs, but Michelle starts running into the kitchen. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm here, I'm here. As Danny picks her up and puts her on the table. So Jesse tells everyone we need you all to help us decide, you know, our, our wedding cake. And Becky looks at Jesse like, honey, I thought we decided on a chocolate cake. And Jesse's like, well, yeah, but chocolate's just not chocolate anymore. You got your chocolate, your, your double chocolate, your triple chocolate. Okay, so he says you got your dark chocolate, your white chocolate, chunky chocolate, I don't know what that is, your triple chocolate, mocha choco chocolate, double fudge chocolate, 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 and carrot cake. And apparently Jesse felt sorry for the carrot cake because everyone else was going for something else that wasn't it. And I'm like, I felt sorry for the carrot cake. So I'm like, okay, I'll get a piece of carrot cake. My guess is they're trying to sell that carrot cake. Like, hey, we'll cut it up into samples. You want a piece? Like, okay. I'm here. Why not? I like carrot cake, but Jeremy does not. Which, yeah. He, I mean, there are, there are things that he likes that I don't like. And he's just like, how do you not like this? I'm like, I, I just don't like it. <laughs> like, I like carrot cake, but I, I don't think I really would be a big fan of German chocolate. And I can't remember if that... Has like, I mean, I like coconut. I like raspberry zingers. Jeremy is not a fan of coconut at all. So Michelle is just so ready for this cake. Like, enough talk. Let's pig out! And Danny says, now, now, Michelle, you're not being very polite. And she's like, I'm sorry. Let's pig out, please! They gotta take her off that table. Because she eventually says, I can't take it. I need that cake. And she runs over and literally starts shoving fistfuls of cake samples into her mouth. And the look on Stephanie's face is just like, well, I would have liked to have had a piece, but I don't want to touch it now that Michelle's had her hands in it. We know little kids don't wash their hands unless their parents make them. So, Joey's the only one that notices DJ's not over there. He's like, hey, DJ, come on, you're gonna miss the cake. And DJ says, 
who needs cake when you've got water on a stick? It's wet, it's refreshing, it's, well, that's pretty much about it. <laughs> she says, it's wet, it's cold, and, well, that's about it. <laughs> I don't see why there wouldn't have been anything wrong with maybe adding, like, a little flavor packet, like, lemon, like, yellow lemon, like, lemonade, pink lemonade, or some, I know that stuff probably does have a little bit of sugar in it, but it wouldn't hurt to put like a little pinch of it in just to give that water a smidge of flavoring. I used to drink, you know, flavored bottled water for a while, and then I think like the acid in it or whatever it was was like giving me like canker sores or something, so I just switched to regular water, bottled water. And this is where you pull Michelle off. She's not, she's like standing on a chair. And she starts crawling along the table to the cake. She says, I can't take it. I need that cake. Oh, my God. And yeah, you would pull her away. And it's just, they all, minus Stephanie, are laughing at this. Like, them, and cake samples, I don't know. Are they free? I don't know if they are or not. I mean, they're samples, so they must be free. And he says, oh, Michelle. And she is already, like, shoving pieces of cake in her mouth like and she's not eating she's not even eating the whole sample she's like grabbing taking a bite out of each one audience loves this by the way they're like oh my god this is so funny <laughs> they are whistling and clapping they're applauding at this i wonder which olsen twin got to be the one to be able to shove the fistfuls of cake samples in her mouth yeah Becky and Jesse are laughing, and Danny and Joey are, and Stephanie is just standing off to the side, just like, I would have liked a piece. Thanks a lot, Michelle. Yeah, Jesse finally kind of pulls her back, like, hey, Michelle, which one do you like? She looks at him and says, her mouth is, like, filled with cake. She's like, <laughs> Oh, she cracks me up. Danny finally pulls her eyes like, all right, let's give this kid a bath. Like, oh, God. <laughs> well, it looks like there are some that she hasn't touched. Steph, if you want a piece. And I'm sure Stephanie's like, eh, I would, but my appetite's ruined. Thanks, Michelle. Cake's here. <laughs> Jess, maybe we should do that later. Oh, that's okay, Becky. I don't need any cake. I'll just have one of these delicious water pops I made. All right, everybody, in the kitchen. I need some opinions. <laughs> Free cake! Oh, Joey does come up from the basement. I thought so. No one chooses chocolate for wedding cake. Chocolate anymore. See what I mean? Whoa, baby! You see, you got your dark chocolate, your white chocolate, your chunky chocolate, your mocha choco chocolate, your double fudge chocolate, your triple chocolate, 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 and carrot cake. I would have went with carrot cake. Carrot cake was sitting there so lonely. No one picks carrot cake. Let's pick out. Now, Michelle, you're not being very polite. I'm sorry, let's pick out, please. Come on, Deej, you're going to miss the cake. Oh, who needs cake when you can lick ice on a stick? Mmm, 
that's about it. I can't take it. I need that cake. <laughs> oh, good God. He's like shoving, like grabbing pieces and taking bites out of all of them. Almost all of them. Michelle, stop! Michelle! Michelle! Which one do you like the best? Tough love. Okay, so next morning, I'm hoping it's morning because I would not be weighing myself at night because. You just have, yeah, and that's the thing I say, weight does fluctuate. The last thing you really want to do, like, you weigh yourself at night and then you go weigh yourself in the morning, the weight is going to be very different. Because if you think about it, all the food you ate, everything you did during the day, that is going to count on the scale. Normally, they really want you to do, it's like, wake up in the morning, at, after you go to the bathroom, they probably prefer, like, make sure you're not wearing anything because that's going to also affect what the scale is going to say and and weigh yourself <clears throat> and yeah let's see how many days has it been since you yeah goodness stephanie no don't you dare pull out that recorder she's like oh you need some weigh-in music like no i don't <laughs> yeah and what she's hitting the wrong she's doing something because the uh, jesse comes in like staff have mercy on my ears I'm surprised no one else is complaining because Jesse is like a, right across the hall from the girls. So DJ is frustrated because she says, oh, this can't be right. Two days and I've only lost half a pound. Well, sweetie, she, I, she gave herself this ridiculous time limit that you're not going to see results. That fast. Not, like, not the results. That she wants to see at least 5 to 10 pounds taken off, I can imagine. Uh, probably at least 10 at the max. And, oh my goodness. But after two days, we don't know what she's been eating, if she's even been eating anything. And she's just frustrated at the results. It's like, you know, you got like less than two weeks left to... Yeah. She says, oh, I'm going off the stupid diet. See, that's why I never called what I was doing a diet. And the thing is, you can be cutting out so many calories, but if you're not doing anything else aside from that, you're not going to see the results that you want. Like, yeah, you can cut down to 1,000 calories if that's what you want to do. I mean... But she's basically, what she is doing is starving herself. She's not eating at all. But the thing is, you also have to exercise as well. Taking like a 30-minute walk around the block, like every afternoon or something like, like after, after dinner, honestly, rest, digest for a minute, and then she's like, hey, it's, it's sun, sun's still out, I'm gonna walk around the block, walk around the block, San Francisco is filled with long, big hills, from what I've seen, J and just, yeah, just, just do that, just do that, I mean, she, honestly, if this were not, she would be, like, getting either a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or something that calculates how many steps, 
And somebody really kind of said, like, I understand what you want to do. It is very unrealistic and dangerous. Let's see what we can do to help you see results. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, two weeks, you're not going to see much of results. But over time, you will. Like, even a pound a week or a half a pound a week or something is it's that's realistic. You're putting work into it, though. So, and Jesse even tells her, he says, good, you don't need to be on a, on a diet anyway. You want to shape up a little bit? Just exercise. Okay, and this is what I don't understand. He says, hey, why don't you go work out at Mich Michelle's gym? Are you telling me they have a gym membership for a child that also has an adult gym attached to it? Or basically it has a kiddie gym attached to a regular gym. You would spend, like, unless the whole family has a membership that they just have not been using. Because that just doesn't make sense to me that they would be just spending a child membership on a gym when you could have access to all of this and get, like, probably a giant family discount. And, of course, DJ scoffs at this and says, yeah, like, I really want Michelle's body. And I love how Jesse kind of scoffs, like, they have an adult gym down there, too. Look, hey, how about this? Saturday, we'll get the whole family go down. You could all use a little toning up. And, of course, Jesse has to stand up and say, oh, and in my case, I'd just be toning tone. Like, uh-huh. We'll see how much you're toning that tone when we get to the gym, mister, and see just how out of shape you are. You might look like you're in good condition, but uh, exercising will be the proof in the pudding there. I love how DJ kind of rolls around. It's like, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, whatever you say, Uncle Jesse. Oh, Stephanie, please put that recorder away. Throw it out. Someone take it and throw it out the window. She says, I'll provide the workout music. And again, she goes back to that thing. And Jesse's like, no, 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 Steph, you're not doing it right. Give it to me. Let me see what's going on. There's something stuck in here. Because he blows on it, too, and it's making the same sound that she's been doing. And he's kind of looking through it. It's like, there's something stuck in here. And he blows on it. And because <laughs> Michelle comes in after with that noise going on. And she's like, Stephanie, you are not good. And Jesse says, you know, let me try it. And then... <laughs> Michelle, hands on her hip, says, oh, Jesse, you're not good either. And Jesse's like, oh, there's something stuck in here. And he blows into the recorder, and it shoots out a wad of gum, which, like I said, I played a recorder. Those mouthpieces at the top are very, very thin. You are not fitting a piece of gum, no matter how tiny, no matter how light, through that mouth hole at the top. That piece of gum, I don't know how it does, but it flies through Michelle's bangs and lands right on her forehead. And she's got her eyes, like, kind of looking up, like, what is that? And somebody says, that's where I stuck my gum. Uh-huh, sure. Michelle is ticked off. She's like, that is not funny. Well, no, sweetie, no one's laughing. No one said that was funny. Way in time. I 
Steph, have mercy on my ears, will you? This can't be right. Two days and I've only lost half a pound? I'm going off this stupid diet. Good. You don't need to be on a diet anyway. Want to shape up a little bit? Just uh, exercise. In fact, why don't you go work out at Michelle's gym? Oh, yeah, like I really want Michelle's body. <laughs> they have an adult gym down there, too. I tell you what, Saturday we'll get the whole family to go down there. They could all use a little toning up. Of course, in my case, I'd just be toning tone. I'll provide the workout music. Stephanie. Yes, Michelle? You are not good. No, I'll just send this in one note. Here, I'll show you the note. Observe. Mr. Magician, musician here. You are not good too. Wait a minute. Something's stuck in here. kitchen wiping a dish clean and Comet is hanging on the end of the counter with his two front paws on the counter's edge by the sink and Danny says hey Comet look this plate is so clean you can see your face in it and he turns the, the, the plate sideways here for Comet to look at his reflection but she doesn't care like oh is there food on here <laughs> he starts licking the plate and Danny is like, well, I guess that's what I get for showing off. Like, yeah, wipe that. And not to mention, uh, I would not have given a plate. I mean, it, it, even if the soap suds were off and spinning cleaning fluid, like, you don't do that with your dog. <laughs> I just, I don't know why, but I just, I just think it's like, oh, look, the dog's cleaning the plate off. I'm like, you're going to wash that plate. Like, wash it, wash it, right? I hear the dog saliva is very clean. There's nothing wrong with it. It even probably has healing capabilities. I don't know. But it's just, mm. and yes, I, I mean, I don't have a dog. I want to be a dog owner one day. So maybe my feelings will change. But dogs looking plates clean. But until then, I'm just like, no, wash that dish at least a couple more times. Okay, so it is that Saturday that... Kimmy has gone, she and DJ, I guess they were going for bathing suits for the, uh, big old pool party. <laughs> and Kimmy's outfit is, like, uh, black, four black buttons, a long sleeve shirt, but it's got, like, lime pink at the top. It's got, like, a strip of black on one shoulder, and then the sleeve is, like, yellow and, and black going down one side. The other sleeve is, like, a like a dark orange and lime green on the other sleeve. And then there's also, like, a strip of yellow under just to the side of the shirt. And then it's orange in the middle on the stomach area. And it just, it's, this is just Kimmy's, and I love, she's got, like, a lime green scrunchy that's got her hair. She's got like a pebbles flintstone kind of a top do going on. And Kimmy's all like, hey, Mr. T, you sure know how to kick off a Saturday, don't you? And DJ does not have a smile on her face when she walks in the door with Kimmy. 
And my guess is that's why she went with Kimmy to go pick out bathing suits so that way she would, in fact, miss lunch and wouldn't have to eat anything. Because Danny says, oh, Deej, you missed lunch when I saved you a sandwich. And DJ immediately just looks, I mean, she's not looking at that sandwich like, oh, I'm so hungry. She's looking at it like she's revolted by it. Yeah, she's like, oh, great. Uh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> she's probably thinking, like, how am I going to not eat that sandwich without my dad knowing? But make it look like I ate it when I didn't actually eat it. So, Kimmy's like, hey, check out my new bathing suit for my pool party. She's showing off that off to Danny. I'm just like, what friend would show off a bathing suit for their friend's dad? I don't know. And, of course, it's it's red with, like, reddish, whitish, like, tropical flowers on it. And Danny says, oh, it's you, Kimmy. Loud. <laughs> it's I don't think it's loud. I think it's cute. I mean, I surely wouldn't wear a bikini, but, uh, or even a tankini. I, I mean, I did at one point when I was oh, quite a bit thinner, but, uh, yeah. No, I just, I stick with the one pieces. When it comes to bathing, in fact, I think I have like three different bathing suits. I actually got to do some swimming when I stayed at the hotel a year ago. You know, once it eventually got warm enough to uh, do that because the hotel didn't have it. It was an outdoor pool and it wasn't heated. I guess their heater was not working, but it was nice. I floated. I learned how to... Uh, you know, go under the water without having to hold, use my fingers to hold my nose. So I call that a success. I, I actually, I went to like Target and I got those like, like for $5, you get like four or six diving rings. So that was fun. So Danny says, all right, Deej, eat up. We're going to the gym after. Okay. That is going to be the same bag they used in Little Shop of Sweaters in season two because it says Fashion Central. It's the, like, carnation pink with the, like, lilac lavender colored, like, half circle that says Fashion Central on it. So as soon as DJ, or excuse me, as soon as Danny's out of the kitchen, DJ turns to Kimmy and says, Hey, I'm skipping lunch. You want my sandwich? And Kimmy says, Yeah, sure. And then she peeks and looks at it and it's like, oh, Ham again? Yeah, and she hands it back to DJ, like, uh, no thanks. Ham, again? I've been eating your lunch for three days. Did your dad hit a pig with his car? And mind you, Stephanie is standing at the bottom of the stairs in the kitchen, kind of overhearing this whole conversation. And DJ says, goodbye, Kimmy. With that comment, you can see yourself. Great. Hey. What I get for showing off. Three dishes? Another big Saturday, huh, Mr. T? It's good to see you too, Kimmy. DJ, you missed lunch, but I saved you a sandwich. Oh, well, great. Thanks, Dad. Hey, check out my new bathing suit for my pool party. It's you, Kimmy. Wow. <laughs> DJ, eat up. We're all going to the gym. I'm skipping lunch. Do you want my sandwich? Yeah, sure. Ham again? I've been eating your lunch for three days, and every sandwich is ham. Did your dad hit a pig with his car? <laughs> Goodbye, Kimmy. 
So, Stephanie comes out. She's wearing a white shirt that's got planet Earth in shape of a heart. And in black lettering says on the top of the heart, love your. And then underneath it says planet. So, love your planet. I noticed that about, um, I thought there are other episodes going forward where either DJ, or excuse me, either Stephanie or Joey are wearing something that says save our planet, save the rainforest, you know, pictures of Earth, pictures of wild animals, like conserve, na you know, nature, all that stuff. And Stephanie comes down and she's surprised. She goes, DJ, you're giving your lunches to Kimmy? And mind you, this has been going on for three days. And when Stephanie says, you're asking, you're giving your lunches to Kimmy? And D DJ asks, like, yeah, so what? What's the big deal? Okay, so Stephanie is the one who's noticing this. And she says, you've been skipping breakfast and dinner, too. Okay, are you serious? This has been going on for three days and no one's noticing that she's been skipped. Unle unless, unless, she says, oh, I'll just grab something on the way to school. I'll, they, they have breakfast sandwiches. I'll just grab something at school. Or she'll say, oh, I had a big after school snack with Kimmy while we were working on her homework. I don't really have an appetite. So most likely she's making excuses not to eat. And if this has been going on, as Stephanie says, for three days... And nobody is picked up on if it's Stephanie. It's like there are three adults in that house. And a fourth adult, of course, that doesn't live there that kind of caught as DJ was going into this. With I mean, even Danny's not like, hey, what are these cutout pictures of supermodels on the refrigerator? Why are these here? Steph, do you know why these are up here? Exactly. Somebody should have noticed something and and started asking questions. And Steffi says, I'm not an expert on this, but shouldn't a person eat? And DJ Rayway's like, oh, well, you know what, Steph, you're right. I will eat my sandwich. And Steffi says, do you promise? And DJ says, yeah, I promise. See? And she takes a small bite of it. And then Stephanie says, great, now add a glass of milk and an apple and your basic food groups are covered. So as soon as Stephanie goes upstairs, DJ spits out the bite of sandwich and ham that she just put in her mouth. And she's like, hey, come on, look what I got for you. I got people food. And he is right on her like, ooh, ooh, gimme, gimme, gimme. So she says, come on, come on, look what I have for you, people food. She takes it over to his dish, and he, I mean, that dog is like, ooh, ooh, what do you got for me? He's like jumping up. And she says, no, no, come over here. And she, like, holds the plate downward, so that way he just takes it right from the plate. Stephanie, of course, comes back downstairs and witnesses this. She doesn't say anything about it. And DJ says, you're lucky. Dogs don't have to wear bathing suits. Like, no, but even with a dog or any pet, you want to make sure that you're not either feeding them too little or not maybe feeding them too much where they develop a weight problem, which could lead to other issues. Stephanie is kind of overhearing this. She's seeing DJ, you know, like, uh, and she clearly, yeah, there is something going on. The fact that no one else has picked up on it at all. With three grown adults in that house. DJ, 
You're giving your lunches to Kimmy? Yeah, so what? You've been skipping breakfast and dinner, too. I'm not an expert on this, but shouldn't a person eat? <laughs> uh, you're right, Steph. I'll eat my sandwich. You promise? I promise. Much better. Now get yourself an apple and a glass of milk, and your basic food groups are covered. Come here, Kama. Look what I have for you. People food. No? You're lucky. Dogs don't have to wear bathing suits. does kind of bother me here is just thinking about her being I mean you know concerned about wearing a bathing suit in front of her friends has she never worn a bathing suit in front of her friends like at all or would then say the last like couple years and she's never felt self-conscious before at all and I just the sudden turn of events like oh no I I, I, I can't wear a bathing suit in in front of Kimmy or, or their other friends because she's afraid of what they'll say. If you're afraid what your other friends will think, they're not really your friends. Kimmy's always got your back. And she would never say or think anything bad about you in that regard. And I'm just thinking, it's like, DJ, you're at a point in your age where... Your body is constantly going through changes. You know, it's just, things are just kind of starting, you know, trying to, you know, level off and even out and all that stuff. So, but that's not a reason, you know, not to say that she can't be worried about that. But it's all about doing this, you know, sensibly with exercise and eating in moderation. Just kind of watching you know what you're eating like hey say if you're like going out to dinner and stuff you're like okay well that's gonna be you know my big dinner maybe I don't want to eat too big of a breakfast or a lunch you kind of make room for that so you make adjustments throughout the day based on you know what you're eating if you know you're gonna have a big meal later then go light on breakfast and lunch so D Stephanie comes down the stairs like, DJ, you promised you eat your sandwich. You lied. And DJ stands up and said, oh, well, Comet stole it right out of my hand. And, and Stephanie says, you're lying again. And DJ says, no, I'm not. And Stephanie says, lie number three. When will it end? So DJ says, look, Steph, I've got one week to look good in a bathing suit for my friends. So she's doing it more for what her friends will think than what she... It's all about what other people will think and not about what's best for her. And DJ promises Dad, like, look, when the party's over, I'll start eating again. I'm thinking, DJ, it is not that simple. You have been, like, completely eliminating food from your diet, which... And the fact that this has been going on for a bit, she doesn't look like she's weak. She might be a smidge cranky, but the fact that you're going to the gym where you're going to be burning more calories out of, and you haven't been consuming any calories, 
How is she not? I mean, when I was sick with the flu, I didn't have an appetite. I was weak. I was tired. I felt hungry, but my stomach didn't really give me the notion that I'd be able to, you know, I wasn't throwing up, but it's just like, you can tell when your stomach's off and it's like you, part of you wants to eat, like that part of your brain's like, oh, I'm hungry, but oh, my stomach is just really riled, so I can't really, but I, I felt weak and I felt really just tired and stuff, and I'm surprised that we're not getting that aspect I mean, Stephanie says, yeah, she, you're being cranky and stuff like that. It's like, well, yeah, your body needs food and you're um, restricting it. You're saying, no, body, I'm in control and I'm saying you're not getting food. And DJ pretty much swears Stephanie to secrecy. Look, this is our secret until then. So give me your pinky. And Stephanie backs away and says, no, not the pinky. And DJ says, yes, the pinky. You have to pinky swear that you're not going to tell Dad or Uncle Jesse or Joey about this. Yeah, you have to pinky swear that you won't tell anyone that I haven't been eating. Well, if the guys paid more attention, they would know that. But the fact that she's probably making excuses, I would wait after day one. I'm like, uh, no, you are sitting down and having something to eat. You don't kind of eat everything on your plate, but you need to eat something like I wanted you to sit down and I want to see you putting food in your mouth he like grabs Stephanie's hand and forces her pinky to link with hers so they can shake on it like oh my gosh and Stephanie she she doesn't want to do this like I don't like this like you're my sister and I love you and I care about you and I don't like you seeing you do this to yourself and DJ says, now say it, pinky swear. And Stephanie says, okay, pinky swear, but I don't like it. And DJ says, well, too bad, your lips are sealed. I don't like that DJ is doing this to Stephanie and putting her in this situation. Like, whether or not you like it, Stephanie, you're an accomplice in this. Well, maybe not so much an accomplice, it's just... I don't like the situation she's putting Stephanie in. It's like, this is my body. I can do whatever I want to it. And I'm swearing you to secrecy so you don't ruin this. For like, it's so important that she loses the weight. Like, we don't even know. Has she lost a little bit more weight since that initial weigh-in? who's wearing this adorable I think she might even win for best outfit of the episode just because I love it so much so 
Stephanie immediately comments on the, the, the stench in there. Like, oh, it smells like a sweat sock in here. It's like, yeah, I mean, you got people that are sweating mixed with machines that may or not be being wiped out. Ugh, ew. Yeah, this thing when I did Planet Fitness for a bit. Yeah, there were signs that when you're done, you wipe down the equipment and everything like that. I can imagine, like, um, gyms and gym memberships were probably on suspension when they shut up. That was probably one of those things, was gyms that suffered, you know, no, we can't have you coming in using the equipment because, you know, of, of COVID and everything like that. You don't want to take that chance. People are touching the, the exercise equipment and you don't know whether or not they're actually wiping it down or even if they are, if it's really doing anything to, you know, you can't take that chance. Joey, of course, comes in, arms up all, like, pretends, like, yeah, I'm a muscle dude. And he's got, like, windbreaker pants on and he's like, yeah, these are my people. <laughs> we see a guy in a neon lime green tank, which... The, the, like, the straps of it are, like, really thin, so it kind of exposes. This guy does not, I'm going to just flat out say this. He's also wearing, like, really tight, like, exercise bike shorts that are, like, a plum color. Or, no, more of a, a, a purple color. But anyway, yeah, that's the fashion of the 90s, of the early 90s. This man, and I'm going to flat out say this, he does not look like he earned those muscles through exercise. He does look like, and I, I'm sorry to be making a judgment call, he does look like, I mean, he is very, like, jacked. Like, muscly beyond the point where you're using some type of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um... Some type of an enhancer to help the process, speed the process up a little faster. And he is just, like, he also looks like he's hitting a tanning salon. This guy is very, very tan. He's got, like, short, like, spiky, looks definitely like his hair has been, like, bleached. Not Eminem 1997 bleached, but, like, bleached, like, uh, what, what's, which, is it Viper? Is that the guy from Top Gun? Val Kilmer? Like that guy. Tan and bleached platinum blonde spiky hair. So, Joey goes over to the guy, the muscle man, and he's like, what are you bench, dude? And the guy turns to Joey and kind of flexes, and he says, 505. And Joey is like, oh, beginner, huh? <laughs> the guy just looks at him like, excuse me? <laughs> You know that man could destroy you, right? Yeah. And Joey says, beginner, huh? It's cool. And the guy looks at him and says, it better be. I'm like, ooh, Joey, walk away right now and save your limbs. That's just funny because this guy does break character after Michelle. Michelle says, accuse. She's got the, her brows are kind of furrowed. Like she's looking and she's looking at this guy and says, Excuse me, mister, you are very lumpy. Like, there's something wrong with, like, with that. Like, no, you shouldn't be this way. And, and Jesse kind of chuckles at that. He's like, oh, and he pats the guy on the back and says, oh, I hope you're not offended. But if you are, that's her father over there, the string bean in the gray and red sweats. <laughs>
Becca, you can tell the guy's got, as soon as she says that, this guy's got a smile on his face. Like, he's trying hard not to laugh at this. Like, oh, this cute little child just called me lumpy. These are my people. What do you bet you, dude? 505. Beginner, huh? It's cool. It better be. Hey, mister, you are very lumpy. <laughs> I hope you're not offended. But if you are, that's her father right there. <laughs> Okay, so there are a couple signs around the building. One, in fact, that says, be aware of the 15-minute rule. As in, you get 15 minutes on a the machine. They probably do have a lot of members there. So it's like everyone, you know, you're paying a membership. You know, you go there, you want to be able to use a machine. That's what you're paying for. Someone staying on it for a half hour, like, uh, no, 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 no. No, 15 minutes, get off, go on another machine, let someone else have it at it. And also, there's another sign that says members must show ID. <laughs> so DJ, who is wearing a mustard yellow, it's like the collar of it is so stretched out that it's kind of hanging off her shoulder. And you're kind of seeing like a, a purple strap. So I don't know if that like, she's wearing a sports bra or not. Um, but Stephanie, of course, is wearing... It almost looks like one of her dance outfits, and she's wearing, like, cotton candy pink, like, leotard, but it's got, like, pink suspenders, and it's just, like, I've never seen that before. But Becky, love her outfit. It almost looks like she's wearing, like, those, like, stretchy exercise leggings, but they're, like, a cotton candy blue. But she's wearing, like, a, a one-piece bathing suit that's got, like, purple and yellow, like, uh, shapes and stuff on it. Like, yeah, and I just, I, I don't know, but I, I like the way that goes together. So I would definitely, so far, best outfit, I'm giving it to Becky, and then Steph is going to be runner-up. Because Steph's also wearing, like, a same color cotton candy pink, like, scrunchie in her hair that matches the suspenders and the, uh the exercise uh, leggings. So DJ right away is like, what is the quickest way to burn calories here? Like what the, as far as of these machines. So Danny tells her like, Hey, Oh, you make a game of it. You make it fun. So he says, look, you could ride a bike. I loved riding a bike as a kid. He says, of course my banana seat Huffy didn't have an onboard computer. And DJ right away plops herself down on the uh, exercise bike. So, Danny does want to look, just start out on level one. You don't want to do too much too soon. So, Becky says, hey, Steph, let's go stretch before aerobics class. I, I mean, there is, you got Mr. Muscle Guy, a couple muscle guys, including the one that Michelle calls Lumpy. And then you got, you know, other people that are, you know, well fit and everything. They're just, you know, getting their exercise on, getting their weekly uh, workout. Michelle is already like, all right, boys, let's move it to the kitty gym. One, two, one, two. I love Michelle's leggings. They are adorable. The leggings of the 80s. My sister had some leggings now that I remember. Yeah, they're like hot pink. 
uh, they're like the scrunchy little, uh, the legging things. So as soon as Danny leaves, okay, so we see select level of difficulty. Average level equals 50. Press 1 to 100, enter. So it says 50 is probably the highest, but she plugs in 75. Just like, girl, you gotta work up to that. Not to mention, like I said, she hasn't eaten in a few days, so I... How was she able to keep up this momentum having not eaten, like, literally anything? So, what's the best way to burn off calories? Well, you make it fun. You could ride a bike. I loved riding a bike when I was a kid. Of course, my banana seed Huffy didn't have an onboard computer. Sweetheart, start off slow on level one. You don't want to do too much too soon, okay? Got it. Come on, Steph, let's go stretch before aerobics class. To the kitty gym, boys, follow me. One, two, one, two, one, two. Good grief, girl. So apparently Michelle comes on the regular because she recognizes a couple kids as she goes into uh, the kitty gym area. She says, hi, Zachary. Hi, Kelsey. Hi, kid. I don't know. So, and the three guys are with her as she's going through some of these exercises. So, Jessica's like, all right, Michelle, show us your stuff, but get warmed up first. So she does a couple, of, like, hand and toe touches. One, two, three. Ready? And she turns to Jesse. Ready, Freddy? Joey says, Michelle will now compete in the Iron Munchkin Triathlon. First event? Ooh, the trampoline. This trampoline has a bar on it, so she's basically jumping on the trampoline, but like holding herself in place with the bar, so she's not like gonna go flying. And it's a kitty trampoline; it's like maybe a foot or two off the ground. And Michelle is like doing a couple jumps. And she's like, "I love this!" And Joey like grabs her around the stomach and says, "All right, let's see that in slow motion." As he takes a hold of her and lifts her up, there says. I love this. <laughs> and Jesse and Danny clap for her. So, yeah, they have her on the balance beam, which is directly on the floor. So even if she were to trip, she wouldn't really fall. And Joey's holding her hand the whole time, too. Wait, no, he's not. He does let her go. And I'm like, ooh, look, she's working without a net. I love how she's, like, holding her arms out for, like, balance, trying to center herself. All right, so Michelle's going to attempt the last event, which is a single tuck somersault. I don't even think I'd be able to do that as an adult. Uh, yeah, a single tuck somersault with no twist. And Danny and Jesse look at each other and go, ooh. And Joey says, we need complete silence as she prepares. I love how Michelle's doing, like, doing breathing exercises, bent over like, <gasps> She's psyching herself up. Well, she did a somersault, but she started out in the middle of the mat at the top, at the front of it there, and then she wound up, like, way over on the side. Like, she almost wound up off that, uh, that colored mat. And I love how she, like, stands up and puts her arms out. Ta-da! And Joey and Jesse are like, oh, perfect ten. Good for you. And I love how she says, I am pumped, and sticks her arms out at her, up at her sides. Urgh, my muscles. <laughs> Hi, Zachary. Hi, Kelsey. 
stuff. Here, loosen up first. One, two, three. Ready, Freddy? Michelle Tanner will now compete in the Iron Munchkin Triathlon. First event, ooh, the trampoline. I love this. Let's see that again in slow motion. I love this. Okay. Ooh, the next event, the balance beam. Why are you twisting that kid's arm like that? Remember, folks, she's working without a net. <coughs> now for the big finish, Michelle will attempt a single tuck somersault with no twist. Ooh. We need complete silence as she prepares. She's psyched up. And there she goes. Okay, so let's take a look at this little kitty room. It's it's adorable. I love how the walls are painted like uh, a nice. It's a nice like grass. Like there's you know painting of grass, and then there's like the sky with the clouds, and it's just it's warm and in, the room just looks warm and inviting. And there's a lot of colors. You know, there's rainbows and stuff like that. And I really like that. And there are other kids there with whether their parents. Or maybe, you know, gym helpers, maybe, you know, parents are like dropping the kids off so they can go exercise and that way the kids can also get exercise. But I don't know, with just today's, everything has gone on in the last 30 plus years with kids and gymnasiums and, you know, gyms and it just like, oh, I would rather if I had a child, like, no, I want to be here and watch my child because I don't know if I would trust a stranger to not do something inappropriate. I just, I don't know. That's just, that's just me. I just, I've heard too many not good things happen when it comes to kids and, um, gymnastics and this kind of just seems like, uh, well, not to mention there's a scene here with this guy and there's this, um, young African-American boy and he's like, as they're going off screen, the kid's head is, like, bent down and his arm is, like, up above its head to the side. And the guy is, like, it's almost like he's, like, pulling on his arm as he's leading him off screen. And so it's like, that looks uncomfortable. And I don't know whether, like, the kid doesn't want to be in the scene or maybe I could just even be making too much of this. I don't know. But if you have your DVDs and you can check out that scene, it says, um... Michelle, it's right before she goes to the the mat to do the somersault. And now we got Danny, who is, I guess he's going to lift a barbell. With... Okay, so <laughs> you think because it, it, the camera doesn't pull out yet that Danny has got like a, a weight, like barbell with like a bunch of weights on it. And Jesse and Joey are like cheering him on. I'm like, Danny, come on, you got one more in you. Come on, come on. And then the camera pans out and he's got like maybe like uh maybe fifteen pounds on either side weights. I don't know, but there it's not much. And Danny I it just shows I guess that he is just even though he's a string bean, he is out of shape. <laughs> he's like, Take it guys, take it from me, please. 
Oh, oh, because uh, Joey and Jesse are like his spotters. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Danny, dig deep. You can do it. All right, you got one more in you. Come on, give us one more. And two. Take it, guys, take it. Oh, thanks for pushing me. Okay, so we cut back to DJ, who's on the bike. And she's just, like, glistening with, like, sweat. Her shirt is just covered in sweat and everything. And I'm just thinking, another thing that occurred to me is she doesn't have any water with her whatsoever. So I can imagine at some point she's going to become dehydrated. Because she gets off this machine, which we haven't gotten there yet. She, oh, that, mm, girl, you are heading down a dangerous road. Because she gets off the bike and she goes over... And she checks her weight. Now, it's not a digital scale. It is just the old, you know, I guess you move the uh, the little bar thing on the, the, the scale until it meets with. So she honestly is looking for instant results. Like, I've lost half a pound. I really want to keep going. And she's just angry and dissatisfied at the fact that it's just the weight is not falling off of her. Like, sweetie, that is not how that works. So she decides to try the stair stepper since the lady got off the machine. Of course, she didn't wipe it down afterwards. Like, Ugh. and DJ didn't wipe the machine she was on. She didn't wipe that off. Well, there's no spray bottles around or paper towels or rags or whatever to wipe off the sweat off the equipment. Like I said, she's going hardcore full bore. I mean, you can see she is just glistening sweat. You know, from her neckline, her legs, and it's just like, oh, how is she not already something happened? Because, like I said, I had no energy when I wasn't eating because I was sick. How does she have energy to get on these machines? And, and, oh, and even when she was walking over to weigh herself, she just had this bounce in her step. And I'm thinking, no. No. She is really just like, <sighs> like she, she just she wants those results. Like I got a week left. All right, now we go to aerobics time. And of course, Jesse, Joey, and Danny are like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Oh no, Jesse's the one that kind of like uh, nods his head towards back and like, come on, guys. And Danny, who's still still sitting on that um, the barbell bench, uh, he's like, I'm not going to aerobics. And Joey, with this still this impression of a bodybuilder, <clears throat> me neither. Like, oh my gosh, Joey. We two see two attractive ladies, a blonde, a brunette, and a blonde in the you know leotard workout outfits. Like, come on, we don't want to be late for aerobics. And Danny and Joey look at these ladies, and she's like, me, hey, we don't want to be late for aerobics. Me neither. Let's go. Like, follow the ladies. Aerobics time. Come on, boys. I'm not going to aerobics. Me neither. Come on, we don't want to be late for aerobics. Me neither. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> Yeah, now we can, again, cut back to DJ. As she is struggling on this machine, she just looks distressed. She just looks 
so out of it, but it's like that sheer determination, like, I gotta do this. I gotta see this through. I gotta lose at least five to ten pounds to think that I, you know, and she's doing it for all the wrong reasons. She's doing it the wrong way. And at the end of the day, if you think about it, it's just like, you're doing this not for you, but you're doing this because of what you think other people will think. You want to know what people are going to be thinking? Like, hey, I'm in a hotel pool. They're not thinking, oh, look at DJ in her bathing suit. They're like, hey, what? Are, I mean, this is sweet, right? We're all, I mean, in a, at a hotel, the Excelsior Hotel at the pool area. They're going to be thinking about that. They're not going to be thinking like, oh, look at so-and-so in their bathing suit. But no, they're there to have fun. They're not there to be like saying stuff about people. To mention, the attention is mainly going to be on Kimmy because it's Kimmy's day. They're not looking at DJ in her bathing suit. She, I mean, DJ was just like, oh, just on her face, the discomfort, the distress. It's like, yeah, she's probably like, you know, the cramping and stuff from not eating. And it's like your body's using muscles that you probably haven't used before. And you're probably weak and just... Oh, she's really doing a number on herself there. So now we go over to the guys who are in the back, back of the room. Because they want to check out the ladies. <laughs> I love how the aerobics instructor, because this is honestly, guys, this is just the warm up. This is not the actual class. But the instructor calls them out on what they're doing like oh no no yeah this is not i bet anything this is not her first rodeo some guys will always be in the back you know checking out the ladies and everything no 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 you're gonna be here you're gonna be exercising Airs, yeah the, i love the enthusiasm of the aerobics instructor and the guys look like they have not exercised a day in their life because they even, I mean, Jesse is just like, he may have a quote-unquote toned body in his mind, but he is on a shit. I mean, these simple, like, their arm stretches and you're kind of bouncing from side to side. And you're like moving your arms side to side, out, stretch, stretch, in, out, in, out with your arms, you know? These guys can't even do that. Immediately, she's like, come on, guys, staring at women is not a workout. And I love how she's, she's like, multi-tail while she's doing this, like, doing the exercise. <laughs> of course, Joey's like, oh, yeah, yeah, to Danny, he's getting my heart going pretty good. Like, uh, dude, come on now. You're there to exercise, not check out the ladies. I love it. <laughs> she basically calls them out, like, hey, because she runs down from her little, uh, stage area and she jogs over to the guys like you guys gonna make it here because she starts kind of jogging in place like pacing back in front of them and they're like yes like yes like they oh they sound so out of shape yeah and she's like oh yeah do you always have tears in your eyes when you exercise and they're like yes but <laughs> she basically yeah that's why she's like no no these guys are not going to be back here just uh disrespecting the women and stuff and Treating them like, you know, self-help and stuff like that. Like, no, no. Maybe it'd be better if you guys come up front so you can, you know, see me better. As in, you can see me, but you're not going to treat all these ladies here like they're eye candy and just be objecting them like that. That's not right. I love it. It's almost like a little chorus line with Danny at the back, Jesse at the front, and Joey in the middle. Like, they each got their, like, hands on their shoulders and stuff. She's like, follow me, boys. 
Move those legs, boys. <laughs> but I'm saying it for a split second, you guys. If you have the DVDs or you have HBO Max, look on here, okay? Go to when she calls them up as the guys are heading up to the front. Hold on a second. Let me pinpoint it to where it is. Right before she says, move those legs, boys, and we're going past the second row of ladies, you see Bob Saget. It's almost like he breaks character because he has a smile, a grin on his face. Dave Coulier must have said something to Bob because Bob has just got this laugh on his face. Like he, he is totally, yes, he is broken character there, but definitely check this scene out. I'm, I'll see if I can I'll, I'll record it and like put it on um, the Facebook podcast group so you guys can see, can witness. <laughs> Dave Cooley said something to Bob Saget that has him grinning and laughing. So, okay, so the guys are at the front of the, front of the class now, and it should be, all right, let's crank it up. And it's almost like she's trying to do, like, the running man, like, running in place. And I don't know, and Danny, it looks like he's trying to do it, but then he starts, like, stomping his feet, almost like he's trying to, like, like smush a bug or something like that. It's like, dude, you're at a, a carpeted floor. You're going to damage your ankles doing that. <laughs> Danny, what is he doing? He's like bent over. He's not just doing the running man. He's like, like almost like he's trying to jog in place when he's like about ready to like collapse on the floor. You just see that because you know they they both have Bob say it definitely has that mullet. You just see when he's bent over and just like shaking his head. It's like you see that mullet just just flying. And she's like, all right, and rest. And Danny and Joey collapse on the floor. She's like, ugh. Yeah, I take it it's been a bit. They probably haven't exercised since, like, high school PE class. So, I I mean, that's a thing. I think to be an aerobics instructor, you have got to have, you got to have that enthusiasm. That is the only way. It's like you are... You're pumped, you know, you're just, you're trying to energize these ladies, like, and just, you, you gotta, you gotta be that. And, of course, somebody's like, oh, DJ's gotta see this, this is hilarious. And, of course, <laughs> the ladies, like, clap, like, all right, now that we're all warmed up, let's start the class. And the guy's like, oh, oh my God, no. <laughs> like, we are spent. Any energy we have for the day is now gone. Jesse says, you know, I'm, I'm going to go work out with Michelle. Like, okay. They left Michelle there by herself. Mm, I don't know. I don't, I just, I don't like that. And Danny picks himself off the ground and says, oh, I better go with you. And Joey says, he's still on the floor. He's like, oh, I better stay here. And Becky looks down at him and asks, why? And he says, because I can't move. Like, oh, Joey. It wasn't that difficult. Okay, I am out of shape, too, so I, I can't exactly judge. I probably would be like, ugh, I'm on the floor. <laughs> okay, let's keep it Yes. <laughs> Maybe it'll help if you 
Danny, what are you trying to do? Joey's ankle, so I don't know whether she's like gonna drag him or or what exactly. We we cut out from the scene. And I'm like, oh, I want to see what's gonna happen. She's like gonna like pull him along or something like that. So Stephanie goes out to DJ, who's still on the stair stepper. Is like, DJ, come on, do aerobics with us. You're missing all the fun. And DJ's like, oh yeah, I'll be right there. So DJ gets off the stair stepper. She she does look shaky. And she takes a couple steps. Well, I don't know whether she's only been doing that for like 15 minutes or past 15 minutes. But I can imagine your legs are going to be really like jelly, like wobbly when you get off. Or just like you probably are going to stumble. But she stumbles. She takes a couple like wobbly steps and boom, her knees hit the ground. Her head, hand goes to her forehead. Like it's just like she got really lightheaded all of a sudden. Which is understandable. Like I said, she has not been eating. She's not obtaining any calories. So she really doesn't have any calories to burn other than... Oh my goodness. And Stephanie is like, oh my god. And she screams. She turns and looks at DJ and she screams, Dad, DJ! And mind you, no one else... It's not like anyone else is getting off their machine to go help this, like, child, this teenager, like... Like, oh, man, they're probably, they all look like, one guy is kind of looking, he's, like, doing these, like, where you put your arms, uh, you, like, your whole, your hands are holding these handlebar things, and you're, like, pulling, like, your legs, I don't know whether these are, like, leg lifts or, or whatever, but it's just, like, you're kind of pulling yourself up, but he is kind of looking in her direction, kind of, like, what's going on? And also, DJ also has a hand to her chest, kind of, like, like, she's really, like, like, oh, what? it's like, it's almost like she didn't expect that to happen. She's like, what's going on with me? And Danny rushes to her side immediately. And Danny, actually, DJ, are you okay? And DJ puts a hand on the side of her head, like, yeah, I, I just got a little dizzy. Like, well, you're not drinking water, you're not eating, and, I mean, I, I'm surprised she lasted as long as she did on this exercise equipment without, I mean... DJ, this is obviously your body calling out a cry for help here, because you're not gonna pay attention to your body. Your body's gonna let you know, like, hey, what you're doing is hurting me, so you need to stop. Oh, Jesse hands her a water bottle, which, I mean, everyone's probably been drinking out of, but they're family, so it's no big deal. Um, this just, it reminds me of when we, um went to uh, Georgia's Six Flags, I think, and uh, it, it was like 90 plus degrees, probably close to 100, and we had got one of those refillable, you know, drink things where you take it, and yeah, I mean, we had like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like eight people with us, 
And, I mean, we, we were constantly refilled. Finally, to the point where pretty much we all had our own. And the thing is, I'm like, I don't have a problem with it. It's just me and my, you know, husband, you know, drinking out of the same bottle. But it's like, anyone else, I just like, no, I don't. I mean, I... You might be my in-laws or whatever, but I still, I just don't feel okay with drinking out of the same bottle. It's just, or sipping off the same straw. I just, that's just me. That's just my preference. It's not like I think someone's got cooties or anything like that, but it's just, it's my own, like, nah, I feel, like, more comfortable just having my own thing. So, they immediately, alright, I think we need to get Michelle and we need to go home. And, well, before they say about grabbing Michelle and going home... Joey asks, like, hey, how do you feel now, Deej? And DJ is like, you know, she sees everyone worried about her. And she's like, oh, she kind of plays it off like, oh, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. And she said, you know, Danny helps her up, stand up. And she says, I'm okay. I guess I just overdid it. DJ, of course, is wearing, like, this mustard, ground mustard yellow with matching socks. And she's wearing, like, uh, royal blue, like, biking shorts. But it's a really... And it's, almost, it's like a long sleeve, but she's got the sleeves pushed up just to the elbows. So, yeah. That's the thing I noticed when I was walking and stuff like that back in the day, and I was, I was you know, still wearing my winterings. They don't fit my finger anymore, so. Um, but anyway, when I was walking and wearing them, it's like, they say you're supposed to, like, you know, moving your hands and your fingers and stuff. It's, other, it's almost like the blood, like, goes down into your fingers. And it's, like, with the, the walking and stuff, it's, like, they expand. So, it like, makes it, it made it, like, really tight. And I kept kind of, like, trying to, like, move my fingers a little bit. So, that way it's kind of, like, getting the blood flow, like, through my fingers. And it's not all, like, making my fingers expand. I don't know, like, uh, the scientific matter of... The, of that and stuff like that, but... And Stephanie is about to really, like, reveal the pinky swore secret. She's like, but DJ! And DJ turns to Steph and like, Like, Steph, I'm fine, okay? I'm fine. And this is where Danny's like, I think we better get Michelle and go home. And you just see the look on Stephanie's face. She's like... You know she wants to tell her family. Did you come over to Robbins? You missed the flight. I'll be right there. Oh my god. Yeah, she putting out the place settings. Danny's bringing over the plates. Joey's at the stove and Jesse's sitting in a chair and Becky is sitting on the counter as Jesse is giving her a foot massage. What a good boyfriend. Or fiance, I should say. Because they're engaged. Okay, it looks like DJ is going to win worst outfit of the episode with this, I'm just going to say it, puke green, uh, long sleeve, wet, just 
overly large shirt that she's wearing that has weird, I don't know, not shapes, but I don't know, it's like, I'll have to, when we get to it later, when we see a close-up of the shirt, I'll see what else is on here. So, I guess DJ came home, took a nap, which they probably said, look, you should go lay down. And I'm going to say Danny is going to win runner-up for worst outfit because he is wearing, like, a copper brown long sleeve button-up with thin white stripes and some um, equally, like, darker-ish bra pants and it's just uh not a good look not a good look at all and dj with a smile on her face says oh yeah i'm as good as new like she is lying through her teeth and becky asks her are you sure dj says yes i'm sure and stephanie asks are you really really sure so dj's getting all irritated like well everyone stop making such a big deal about this i'm like uh excuse me with the attitude young lady you're not doing that of course here comes joy with the hey deej i made your favorite chicken parmesan check, come and check out this sauce he's got a wooden spoon with a little bit uh, of the uh parm sauce on there and she looks at him, her eyes are like, she is like really nervous. Like, uh, 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 I can't, I just brushed my teeth. And they're like, before dinner? And then she explodes again, like, hey, doesn't anyone around here care about dental hygiene? I'm like, first of all, DJ, I'd be like, hey, what's with the attitude? Like, enough of this. She is hard, not like next to never like argumentative to the point where she is like literally lashing out and jesse's the one that asks look kind of looks at her surprised like before dinner she is like shouting and just kind of throwing her hands up like doesn't anyone care about dental hygiene around here i'm like well first of all you've never we've never known you to brush your teeth before dinner so what's up with that yeah, and Danny goes over here and he's like, whoa, DJ, calm down. I happen to care very deeply about my family's teeth and gums. Now, what's going on? And, yeah, when he asks, like, what is going on? And she says, nothing is going on. I'm going to Kimmy's for dinner. And Stephanie, finally, she speaks up, like, enough of this. Don't believe her, Dad. And DJ looks at Stephanie and like, Steph, you pinky swore, you promised. And she says, and Stephanie says, I don't care, I don't want you to get sick. And Stephanie goes over to Danny and says, Dad, I know why DJ's acting so cranky and why she got dizzy at the gym today. She hasn't eaten anything in three days. And Danny looks up at DJ, this look of shock, and asks her, is that true? Oh, and he, he, he like, pushes Stephanie out of the way and he goes over to face DJ and oh he is angry he's like you haven't eaten anything in three days like and Jesse jumps up and he's like DJ I think you should eat something right now and DJ because she says she's I can't I'm finally seeing results and the fact that I wonder if she isn't even eating anything in three days and just looking at food probably makes her sick to her stomach What's to say that she isn't going to have, it, she can't just start shoveling food in her mouth. She's 
probably gonna make her sick. It's like she has to reintroduce herself to eating, you know, you know, slowly so your body can get used to having food again. And, yeah, DJ says, I can't, I'm finally starting to lose weight. And we cut over to Joey, and Joey basically is like, Eleven was like, DJ, you're starving yourself. You're doing serious damage to your body. And Danny looks down at DJ and says, DJ, this behavior could lead to serious eating disorders. Anorexia, bulimia. And just as I've been saying, yes, she is heading down a dangerous road. So, and DJ is just, she's so concerned about how she's going to look in a bathing suit. She's like, I'm the one that's got to wear her bathing suit. You know, I, I don't care. I mean, it's my life, and I can do whatever I want. I'd be like, uh, excuse me, back that up, Missy. No, you cannot do whatever you want. Like, the last thing that this family is going to want to do is put you in a treatment center for an eating disorder. And the fact, I mean, Danny is saying, you know, definitely anorexia is basically where you're just not eating. Bulimia, like I said, is where you're gorging on food and then you're going to the bathroom and regurgitating it. So it's almost like you're tricking your body into like feeling, you know, full and putting all this into you and then immediately like taking it out of your body again. She runs up the stairs and Danny goes over after her and says, Deej, hold on a minute. And of course, Stephanie's now worried, like, I hope she's not mad at me. And Jesse says, no, she is lucky to have a sister like you. And yeah, Jesse says, you did the right thing. She's lucky to have a sister like you. And I'm like, I'm sure Stephanie feels guilty. Like, oh, maybe if I just said something a day or so ago. Or when I first noticed something, then maybe it wouldn't have gotten to... Like, sweetie, you don't have to blame yourself. DJ is a big girl, and she needs to take responsibility for what she's doing. Hi, guys. Hey, DJ. You feeling better after your nap, huh? Yeah, I'm as good as new. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. Are you really sure? Would everybody quit making such a big deal about this? DJ? I made your favorite chicken parmesan. Come here and check off this sauce. I can't. I just brushed my teeth. Before dinner? Doesn't anybody care about dental hygiene around here? Yeah, but most people... Oh, DJ, calm down. I happen to care very deeply about our family's teeth and gums. <laughs> now, what's going on? Nothing is going on. I'm going to Kimmy's for dinner. Don't believe your dad. Stuff you pinky swore. I don't care. I don't want you to get sick. Dad, I know why DJ's acting so cranky and why she got dizzy today. She hasn't eaten anything in three days. Is that true? You haven't eaten anything in three days? DJ, I think you should sit down and eat right now. I can't. I'm finally starting to lose weight. DJ, you're starving yourself. You could do serious damage to your body. DJ, this kind of behavior can lead to serious eating disorders, anorexia, bulimia. You're headed down a dangerous road here. I don't care. I'm the one that has to wear the bathing suit next week. It's my life, and I can do whatever I want. Deej, hang on a minute. I hope she's not mad at me. Okay, no, you did. You did, did the right thing. Good. She's lucky to have a sister like you. So, yeah, now we cut to upstairs as DJ's, like, rushing into her room and Danny is, like, hot on her heels right behind her. It's like, DJ, we have to talk. And DJ whirls around... Puts a hand to her chest. It's like, you don't understand. 
I don't like the way I look. And I'm like, sweetie, join the club, okay? It's not that kids, just teenagers and kids that are insecure about how they look or, or any of that. There's a lot of things about themselves, you know, people aren't a fan of. Me, I mean, I'm in my late 30s, almost 40. Do I like how I look? Hell in the heck no, absolutely not, I don't. And it's not just because of the weight gain. I mean, I've always had self-conscious issues. I've never liked the way that I looked. Even as a teenager, I'd quickly brush my hair or, or when I'm brushing my teeth in the mirror, but I would never really look in the mirror because I didn't want to see my reflection. And as sad as that sounds, that's just how I I was. And she goes, DJ goes over to the table, picks up one of the magazines and says, I want to look like one of these models. And Danny looks at her and asks, why? She, she is full, Sean, she's tearing up. And I think that this isn't just Candace acting. I think this is a bit of Candace's, you know, true self kind of coming out in this and probably her own struggles and how she feels about, you know, her, her looks and, you know, overall self-image and stuff. And he asked her why. And she says, because they're beautiful. Like, sweetie, you don't know what the, you know, models probably go through to get to look like that. You don't know whether they're taking diet pills. You don't know if they're not eating. You don't know the things that go on behind the scenes. That, For all we know, a lot of those covers are probably... I mean, I don't know if that technology existed with photoshopping, airbrushing, and stuff to make women look like that. But if you think about it, if she really knew what those women went through to look like that, you better believe I don't think that she would be, she would be stopping what she's doing right then. It's like, yeah, it's just one pool party DJ. You're doing all this for one pool party for you to wear your bathing suit. And I'm sure she's worn a bathing suit. What about Life Jacket? Well, she was with her family, but even still. And that was at the beginning of season three. She was wearing a bathing suit then, probably throughout the majority of the episode. Did she care about how she looked then? I mean, she was in Hawaii with her, her family and there were other people around, but I mean, we don't know. But it's just... She's just making snap judgments, saying they're beautiful because they're physically appealing and thin. And, you know, her body is going through changes. Eventually, your body is going to fluctuate and you're going to, you know, lose the weight. Your body's going to even out and stuff. But it's just you're at that awkward time where your body is just is trying to figure it's going through that shifting change of from being a child to eventually developing into being an adult. That's why they call them the awkward years. And Danny, when she says, because they're beautiful, and Danny looks at her and says, well, so are you. And I know that he's not just saying that because he's her father. And, and, and it's not like I haven't heard that on shows where, like, oh, you just say, you're just saying that because you're my parent. You have to say that. And yeah, she is full on crying. She's like, oh, yeah, well, show me one girl in here with this round face and Charlie Brown cheeks. She sits down on her bed and she's, you know, using her hands to wipe away her tears. And Danny sits down next to her on the bed and says, Honey, people come in all shapes and sizes. And yes, I'm sure Danny is right that people, there is at least one thing, physical or not, that people probably wish they could change about themselves. 
So Danny uses an example of how when he was a kid, he wishes he could be more like that guy on the Incredible Hulk. And of course, DJ's thinking he's referring to the Incredible Hulk. Like, oh, you want to be a big green monster with muscles? And Danny like, clears it up like, no, I wanted to be the guy that turns into the Hulk. You know, he was just, you know, average height. He didn't stick out like I did. I mean, I think Danny even says, you know, he would try to, like, walk, like, hunched over because he was, like, you know, really tall and stuff. He felt self-conscious. Yeah, didn't he even say, like, people, like, my legs grew longer than my pants and people would call me, like, Kids would call me, like, Freckleshins or something like that. And he's just saying how that guy that turns into the Hulk, like, he was just nice and average. You can see that Candace has definitely been crying. I mean, her eyes are, like, glistening, like, wet. Like, yeah, just like how a person would get when they would be upset and crying. Yeah, Danny says, yeah, and then I realized he didn't have so easy either. Whenever he lost his temper, he had to buy a new shirt. And DJ gets up, and as she walks over to Stephanie's bed, she says, Well, you made me smile, but there's no way I'm wearing a bathing suit in front of my friends. Sweetie, if they're your friends, they're not going to judge you. Where is she getting this from? Danny goes, and he sits on the back of uh, the chair at that table. He's like, all right, um, let me ask you a question. What do you like, your friends? And DJ says, because they're nice, and we have fun together, and we do stuff for one another. And Danny says, well, not because they all look like models. And DJ says, no. And Danny tells her, well, then maybe you realize that what matters in a person isn't so much that what they look like on the outside is who they are on, on the inside. And he asks, right? And she's like, Right. And Danny goes and he sits over next to DJ on Stephanie's bed and says, Honey, I just wish you could see yourself the way you see your friends. Danny, you know, he puts an arm around her and says, Deej, you have got such a great heart. You care about people. And he tells her, you know, that's why people care about you. And he tells her, you know, and everyone that knows the real DJ thinks she's pretty terrific. I, I, I gotta say, I don't know what these sh weird shapes pictures are on her shirt, but... And I just think of DJ... Okay, this is season four, right? At the beginning of season four, we had Greek Week, where we had, I almost said um, Silvio. He walked in that door, and he looked, took one look at DJ, he's like, you are the most beautiful woman I have ever seen. I see your picture every day in your grandfather's house, and he just fell in love with this girl. It's like, come on. And the thing is, the fact that he, even when Danny says, you know, your friends don't look like models, they all look, you know, average, everyone, I mean, my goodness, we don't know what the popular girls in school, we don't know what pressures they go through, and more likely odds are, the mean girls probably, they could be going through a lot of uh, insecurities of themselves, so they feel like, oh, I'm feeling low and I don't like anything about me but I'm gonna take it out on people that are you know less confident stuff like that and it's like I'm not excusing these mean girls behavior and stuff like that but just everyone does everyone's going through something that they don't like about themselves that they wish that they could change and I'm just thinking like even back to um 
what's that episode? The one with Jonathan Brandis in it. And I'm just thinking about, yeah, he's a cute, you know, attractive young man, you know, and, you know, I'm sure I would have had a crush on him too, but with that attractiveness sometimes feels like they can also be kind of conceited about themselves as well. It's like, it's like, there are those out there that are attractive and, and they flaunt it and they just use it like to, to wield power against others and just be, be mean about it. And the fact he, he even said like, Oh, well, I can't have lunch with you tomorrow because I'm having lunch with Kathy Santoni. I mean, you're smart and funny, but she's really pretty. So again, DJ's getting knocked down on, you know, her looks and everything. And I just, I think it's horrible, but it just, yeah. And I'm not saying that all, you know, popular kids and, and, you know, the cuties and whatnot like that, they're, I'm not saying everyone's like conceited and all that. I mean, I'm just saying like sometimes just people turn out to be not who you really think because you really don't know you don't know these people until you sit down and get to know but anyway i'm getting off track here guys sorry about that had me going on a couple tangents here of other episodes and she hugs danny she says thanks dad and she hugs him and says i love you and danny says you know i love you too and that's why i want you to take care of yourself you know eat right and Exercise, but he says exercise the right way. And DJ says, I promise, no more crash diets. Yeah, she says, I'm going to go to Kimmy's party and have fun with my friends. I'm like, yes, just go, just have fun. That's what you're there to do. You're not there, like, judging each other in your bathing suits. I mean, my goodness. If your friends were like that and you were that worried about how they're going to think how you look, then they're not really your friends, are they? Like, come on. You shouldn't have to worry about a friend treating you that way. Honestly, should be the point. Like, you're there for your friend, for Kimmy. You know, it's her day and everything. Everyone's going to be focused on that. They're not going to be focused on how each other looks in a bathing suit. You're there to have fun and just have a good time and just make fun, happy memories. And Danny, you know, has a hand on her shoulder. So anything else you want to talk about? And DJ says, yeah, is dinner ready? I'm sure, yeah, but even still, it's like with dinner, it's like, you still got to take it slow because you have not eaten in three days. And the last thing you want to do is upset your stomach. So as they're walking out the door, DJ says, first I'm going to start off with a salad with dressing on the side. A roll with no butter. And she says one something or other, but the credits come up and I have no idea what she's saying. Plus the subtitles aren't on because they're either in French or some, another, like, nah. I don't like it when the DVDs do. Like, sometimes they're in English, sometimes there's no subtitles, sometimes there's subtitles, but they're in French or Spanish, and I'm it's like, oh. DJ, we have to talk. You don't understand. I don't like the way I look. I want to look like these models. Why? Because they're beautiful. Well, so are you. Oh, yeah. Which will be one girl in here with this round face and these Charlie Brown cheeks. Honey. <coughs> people come in all different shapes and sizes. Everybody wishes they could change something about themselves. Heck, when I was a kid, 
I wished I could have been more like that guy on The Incredible Hulk. You want to be a big green monster with muscles? No, not him, the other guy, the guy that turned into the Hulk. <sighs> he was just nice and average. He wasn't too tall, wasn't too skinny. He didn't stick out like I thought I did. Then I realized he didn't have it so easy either. Every time he lost his temper, he had to buy a new shirt. Well, you made me smile, but there's still no way I'm wearing a bathing suit in front of my friends. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Why do you like your friends? Because they're nice and we have fun together. And we do stuff for each other. Not because they all look like models. No. Maybe that's because deep down inside you know that how a person looks on the outside isn't nearly as important as who they are on the inside. Right? Right. Honey, I just wish you would try to see yourself the way you see your friends. Deej, you've got such a good heart. You care about people. And that's why people care about you. And everybody who knows the real DJ thinks she's pretty terrific. Thanks, Dad. I love you. I love you, too. That's why I want you to take care of yourself. I want you to promise me that you're going to eat healthy and exercise the right way. I promise. No more crash diets. I'm going to go to Kimmy's party and have fun with my friends. Great. Anything else you want to talk about? Yeah. Is dinner ready? <laughs> Let's go check. Well, first I'll start out with a salad. Dressing on the side. Okay, so that was the episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. And for the Tanner Teachable moment for this one, it's like, yes, there are ways if you want to, you know, lose a bit of weight, just... Do it the right way. Eat sensibly. Just if you want to track your weight with a scale, you know, get a digital scale. If you even want to keep a food journal, just kind of say, okay, so this is kind of what the calorie count, you know. And there are ways. There are food track apps. Um, My Fitness Pal is one that I use on occasion. Um, and just like, okay, I want to say around like twelve hundred calories, and you just. You know, and I'm not a nutritionist, so I don't want to be throwing out advice here and then having someone do something that, um, yeah, I just, I don't want to be responsible for, for any of that. Just talk to your doctor and just kind of see what they say, or even, you know, other people that, you know, like, hey, what did you do to lose weight the right way? Just take it slow. Like I said, guys, it took me two years to go from 180 to 125. Granted, it, um, yeah, I'm well past my uh, original weight of what I started at. Um, but you know, if I want to see results, then I need to. You got to put in the effort. You got to put in that work. It's not just like DJ was saying; it was just gonna fall off just by not eating and just hardcore exercising. Like that's not how that works, and you're damaging your body by doing that.
So just, you know, take it slow. You know, as it comes off, it, it, it comes off. But don't be in a rush. Like, I gotta lose this many pounds. Don't give yourself a limit that's, like, so unrealistic and dangerous. Two weeks? That That's in that's unacceptable. I mean, if you want to lose... I mean, I would say on average, probably the healthiest way to go, maybe a couple pounds a month, maybe a pound a week. But like I said, I'm no nutritionist, and I don't want to be giving out advice that is just, yeah, I don't want to do that. So just the Tanner Teachable, just talk to your, talk to people. Find out what everyone else is doing, and talk to your doctor. Just find out what's best, the healthiest way to go about it. If you, it's, it's a matter of being healthy. I'm going to be 40 this year. And the thing is, the more weight you put on, the harder it is. It's easier to put the weight on than it is to take it off. That's a sad thing about that. The thing is, you get older, it gets a lot harder to be able to take that weight off. So, um, it's just a matter of, of, of willpower, of determination, of just accounting for yourself and what you're putting into your body and how much you're putting in versus how much you're burning off whether through just even even taking a small little walk like like a 15 minute walk if that's all you can get in per day then just oh every little bit helps you know there's these step counters that you can use to count your steps every day set a, a, a reasonable goal for yourself and all that so yeah uh as i said earlier as far as best outfits with the aerobics outfits with becky in first place stephanie in second place then of course for worst outfits we had dj's like oversized long sleeve cute green with a, it had like playing cards on it and other different designs and things and i'm just like i don't know but that is first place worst outfit. Danny's brown pants with his brown, copper brown shirt with the white stripes, second place. So, all right. So the next episode I'm going to be covering next week is going to be, guys, this is going to be rough for me because this, this, this episode breaks my heart. Season six, episode 17, Silence is Not Golden. This is the episode about Stephanie's classmate who is being physically abused by his father. This episode came out February 16th, 1993. Um, like, I, I just, I remember, I, I broke down. I cried when I watched this episode. So there are two different synopsises. One, when Stephanie is paired with a classmate she hates for a school project, she finds out that his father is beating him and is sworn to secrecy. Another secret that Stephanie has to keep. Uh, the next one, Stephanie reels at being paired for a school project with classmate Charles, whom she hates, and for all the right reasons. Okay, that's a little... Then he lets it slip that his dad beats him and swears her to secrecy. Meanwhile, plot two, plot B, it's no laughing matter when Michelle runs up Danny's phone bill calling the funny buddy 1-900 joke line. I always thought it was funny bunny, because it sounds like funny bunny, but, <laughs> um... Yeah, and of course, I'll talk about my little, if you guys have been listening for the last three years, you probably already know what little story I'm going to accompany with that B-plot there. That is totally 100% relevant to back then. So, that being said, everyone have a great weekend now that we're in spring. Getting getting out, getting out, you know, taking those little short little walks, you know, play some music, just uh 
Also, though, be if you're going to walk, walk where there's traffic, walk where there's people. Do not go, I mean, by your, I would not be walking alone in a, in a park somewhere when there's, or trails when there's no one else around. I just, that's my own thing, just from, you know, uh, a thing that happened when I went walking, and, um, yeah, so I just, would rather I, I walk when there's a lot there's traffic around there's people around so just to be safe but yes do a hundred percent guys please if you're gonna walk if you're gonna listen to music or whatever podcasts or this podcast please be aware of your surrounding and what's going on don't walk in the road walk on the sidewalks but also be aware for other people that are walking either behind you or people on bikes just be aware just be careful take care of yourself all right. If you guys want to email the podcast, you can do so at omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. Also, since it's the three-year anniversary of the podcast this month, if you want to show support and you want to show your love for the podcast, I would love to see some uh, reviews up, up, up there on the podcast. Just go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, search Full House or Fuller House Podcasts. The All My Land to Holy Chalupas podcast will pop up. Scroll down to where it says leave a review and leave a review. Now you can use emojis. You can use emojis to describe an episode title. I would love to try to figure that one out. <laughs> you can uh, tell me your favorite character from either show. Yeah, so... All right. Like I said, guys, have a nice, safe weekend. And thank you. I don't I don't say this enough, guys, but I want to thank you all for listening so much. Whether you just started tuning in, whether you've been listening since I started the podcast, thank you so much for listening. And thank you, those of you out there that have left reviews and gotten in touch with me on the email and the Facebook page. This means so much to me. I love this show. I love both shows with all my heart. You know, having grown up watching the show and everything like that. It just, it, it just, I love that I can share this with you, that you guys can share my Full House memories and your own and share this with your children. And just, I, I like that this can be a safe space that you guys can enjoy. So, all right, everybody. Bye-bye.